This is Soul Over the Bones, a podcast for rewilding by Liz Glenn. Maybe you're like me and you are a perfectionist in every area of your life, whether that's your creative life or every other part of your life. There are benefits to this, of course, for creating a desired outcome. However, today I'm going to talk about just doing the dang thing. Brooke Schultz is a friend and mentor to me. I interviewed her a few episodes back. You can go and listen to that. But she has always said that done is better than perfect. And for the longest time, I could not, for the life of me, truly understand what she meant by that because surely... I would prefer for everything to be perfect, polished, exactly as I want it. And while the offerings and things as a creator and a business person you put out should be intentional and crafted with care, there is something to just doing it as opposed to holding yourself back, waiting for perfection, which is never going to come. Tony Robbins said, where focus goes, energy flows. And where energy flows, whatever you're focusing on grows. In other words, your life is controlled by what you focus on. So wherever you put your focus, that's where energy is going to go. If you create a place for creativity to join you, creativity will join you. If you are crafting a life full of intention and looking for magic, chances are you are going to find the beauty and the magic that you seek. If, however, you spend all of your time dreaming and none of your time doing, these things are never going to come to life. I am actually in one of these states myself right now and have found that I have been waiting for perfection. I have been waiting for all of the stars to align, for the door to open, to be pushed through, to be shown in a very obvious, blatant way which direction I should be going with my podcast, with my business, with what kind of photo sessions I want to be doing more of and which ones I probably should put on the back burner and do less of, what kind of creative projects will fuel my creativity. And yet that perfect day is never going to come. There are times in which I have had what could only be considered as next to the heavens opening and very clear, obvious direction. But there are times of my life where I feel that the universe is just going to kind of let me grope through the darkness and see for myself what I can find. It's one of those initiatory journeys that I think we as creators must all take at some point where we're out on our own. We have to kind of figure it out. We have to learn from our past mistakes and our past triumphs and forge a way forward the best we know how. There is no right or wrong way, but there are many outcomes. Procrastination is a sort of comfort. To put something off gives you freedom in the short term, but not freedom in the long term. When you sit down and decide and put that time, which no energy is ever wasted, in my opinion, every single thing that you do, every single bit of energy that you put out in the world is never wasted. It is always recycled 
and used back into you and your creations for your good. But the more we intentionally do, the more creative magic is going to visit us. This brings me to discussing Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, who is also the author of Eat, Pray, Love. If you haven't read it, I'll give you the general synopsis. Elizabeth Gilbert had been writing a novel. It was a novel that came to her in a fit of inspiration. She believes that ideas are actual living things, that there's not only people living in the world, but ideas too. So this idea came to her as she was listening to one of her ex-husband's stories about his life in Brazil. It was a story that probably only she could have truly come up with. Later, things came up. Life happens. You know how it is. I've had this so many times where you start on a different project. The thing that you have been working on, the project, the story, suddenly doesn't have the luster or the shimmer that it once did. You get bored with it. You get busy. And when you come back to it, the thing is kind of limp and lifeless. Back in 2019, when I started shooting film exclusively, I had started creating this PDF workbook that was all about film, and I was on fire for it. I was so excited. I worked tirelessly on it for months, and then got distracted and moved on to other things, vowing that I would come back, but the more time I spent away from it, the less alive it became. It wasn't exciting to me anymore. Soon I lost inspiration for what I would even include in it. Eventually it became like a snakeskin. It was an empty husk. It outgrew me. Back to Elizabeth Gilbert's story. She met Anne Patchett, another author, at a conference, and the two uncharacteristically shared a kiss. In that moment, it's important to note that this was what they believed to be a pivotal turning point in both of their stories. Months passed. Eventually they met back up after staying in touch and shared with each other what they were working on. Elizabeth Gilbert was amazed to hear that Ann Patchett essentially was writing the exact same story that she had been writing inspired by a story her ex-Brazilian husband had once told her. The bones, the structure, everything about it was the same. There were only a few details that were different. And in this moment, she believed that The idea, because it had been abandoned by Liz for so long, through the kiss, had transmitted to Anne. It's kind of a wild thought, but I love the idea that big magic, as she calls it, or creativity, has life of its own, has desires of its own, lives on its own, and not only within us. She believes that, like many ancient philosophers, We have a genius, not that we are geniuses, that we are visited by inspiration and not only the ego-crushing idea of generating inspiration within ourselves. My experience with Big Magic was in the summer of 2019. Jesse Evans and the Photo Native team were calling for 2020 speakers, and I have never been the kind of person who has ever voluntarily, willingly offered to publicly speak on photography or much of anything else. But in this moment, I had this sort of confidence that was beyond myself. I knew that if I applied, I would get it. 
and not in a way that was egotistical or haughty, but I just had this feeling like this is meant for you. You need to go after it. You should apply and you will get it. So I did. I applied and I got it. I still felt this sense of imposter syndrome right up until the conference. Even on the drive there, I was thinking to myself, it's going to be really awkward when I get there and find out that they actually got it wrong. They contacted the wrong Liz Glenn and it wasn't actually me that they were wanting. It was somebody else. But that was my experience with big magic that I felt within my heart of hearts that it was something I needed to go after and do. It was one of those things that was sort of pulling at my hair and encouraging me to go after it. And I did with great learning and growth. Ideas can disappear if unattended to and creative fire can go out. It may tap on our shoulder. It may pull on our hair. It may try to guide our face in the right direction, but it's not going to beg us to bring it to life. If we don't bring it to life, somebody else might. I know that my film PDF in 2019 surely moved on to somebody else. When I was creating this self-love club and my cycles and seasons guides, I kept wondering if the titles were right, if the content I was putting in it was perfect or exactly as it should be. But I knew in my heart of hearts that it had to be these names, that the inspiration flowing to me and through me like a lightning rod were exactly what creativity wanted me to bring to life. In this case, I feel as though I am the clay and creativity is the sculptor. I am just providing a means, a vehicle in which creativity can move through me. Anytime I set the table for creativity, she visits. If I walk, talk, act, and live a creative life, I create and am visited by more creativity. Clarissa Pingola Estes tells us about the wild woman in Women Who Run With the Wolves, saying, The wild woman is the one who dares, who creates, and who destroys. She is the primitive and inventing soul that makes all creative acts and arts possible. From a wild woman perspective, creativity and the creative fire and drive within us is wild woman. She is the one who is nurturing these ideas within us. She is the one who is begetting more and more creativity, more ideas, the more that we do. If we are willing to put energy behind it, she is willing to drive it and motivate it and help it gain momentum and lead to other opportunities in the future too. More ideas, more creativity, more delicious, inspired life. I don't know about you, but especially right now during summer vacation with my daughter home with me all day, every day, it can be so, so difficult to slow down and be inspired and create and do the things that I want to do both to help benefit and grow my business and to feed my creative soul as well. I would encourage each of you along with myself, I'm going to practice what I preach, that we all dare create and even destroy that we might have all creative acts and arts possible to each of us. Talk soon. Oh.